0: The Research and Markets Global Economy Research Report 2022 predicts that the increasing economic power of women will result in a shift in consumption and shopping behavior and opens new opportunities in consumer goods and services businesses. Now, the trend will also impact distribution channels adopted by companies, and it will create immense potential for online retail, large format convenience stores, and doorstep services. That prediction, however, I beg to defer, as the ship has sailed. In China alone, 56% of women, Chinese women, have a higher education compared to 46% among men. The Lean in China platform estimates that 63.3% of Chinese women are employed. And with 400 million female consumers aged between six, 20 to 60 in China, Chinese women are expected to spend $1.2 trillion in 2022, according to market consultancy firm Emerging Communications. In today's podcast for Future CIO, we are joined by Joe Olivia Lee, Chief Operating Officer at Lender, a circular technology startup in Singapore, for her view on the Xi economy opportunities in Asia. Joe, welcome to Podchats for Future CIO.
1: Thank you for having me,
0: Alan. Let's start off with this. Do you agree with the assessment that there is a real potential of a Xi economy, or is this just another marketing tactic that businesses are exploiting? Ah, yes, of course
1: I agree, um, 100% with the real potential of she economy. I uh, see time and again, women have already proved that, uh, you know, what we can contribute to the growth of our country business ecosystem. From light to heavy task, women prove that they can do both ends and everything in between making them capable of doing their own businesses, even if it means building it from scratch. And I really do believe a lot of successful multi-million dollars business have been and are currently led by women. We see... Um, successful businesses from Bumble. So Whitney Wolher, the CEO, worldwide famous feminist dating app. And we even have, say, Kylie Jenner, the owner of Kylie Cosmetics that branch up from just a lip product to skincare and a wider range of cosmetic. I mean, I could go on and on. <laughs> but look at the Prime Minister of New Zealand, Jacinta Ardern. She's not just running the economy, but the entire country itself. And one of my favourite now echo Petra de Sutter, the Prime Minister of Belgium, and she said, when we join forces, we can truly achieve a feminist future. I think, and I feel right now in this past few decades, the opportunity to get proper recognition and platforms to prove themselves is really starting to take center stage. So instead of commercializing and romanticizing the term, I think we should really focus on the main concept of She Economy, uh, which is women having acceptable opportunity now to validly prove a point, run the show and basically do a job without being specifically placed in the limelight for just her gender and i believe she economy can also drive the, the circular economy that lender champion closing the gender gap simultaneously helps to accelerate the circular economy transition and so we have stats that shows 2020 concludes that companies with improved gender diversity on board from 2013 through 2018 were 60%, 39%, and 46% more likely than those without to reduce the intensity of energy consumption, greenhouse gas emission, and water use, respectively. And this signal to us that the underrepresentation of women can delay the progress of the circular economy.
0: What would you say are the forces that are driving this acceleration towards a she economy?
1: That's a really good question. I, I think I can think of a few already. Like firstly, women all around the world are receiving greater access to education and a lot more are attending higher education like bachelor degrees at a higher rate than their male counterpart. And secondly, I think as we walk to a more digital era with social media taking over the world, more women are recognizing their self-worth and value, especially the younger generation or the newer generation females such as our Generation Z. Today, women are a lot more vocal Rather on fighting for causes and owning what is rightfully due to them they are a lot more confident independent and savvy and are rapidly increasing female labor force participation rates with their career choices i mean compared to generations ago right where women were expected to just remain homemakers and but now a lot more are choosing to stay single and pursue their careers rather than getting married and just being at home taking care of the kids and that's just how it was for a long time so a lot more women now are starting their own businesses pursuing higher education like we've mentioned right and even the likes of master's degrees and doctorates and we can also recognize and we have to recognize the women that juggle it all so we can have it all right having kids jumping back into an already hard to penetrate into workforce and managing businesses or large corporations and as a result we get more women bosses breaking through a previous male-driven economy with better earning power we women now become the bigger consumer of things like health and wellness, real estate, media and entertainment, or not to mention travel. Which is so much you know, easier now and so much more freer for us to do with them than before. And women now are generating more demands for housing, for consumer appliances, fancy cars, and other goods. So, and, and to give us stats to close this off, is that a catalyst study in 2020 also indicated that women control $31 billion of global spending. That speaks a lot about how much they are driving not just the Xi economy, but the global economy as well.
0: Talking about the workforce itself, uh, the workplace environment, we've seen a large change in the workplace environment over the last couple of years, thanks in part to the COVID pandemic and the restrictions on mobility that is placed. From your perspective, how has this impacted women in the workplace?
1: I think women, I believe, are generally natural, nurturers, and enablers, meaning that it will be a lot easier for them to identify the strength and talents of people and to empower them accordingly to achieve their goals more effectively. Um, in my opinion, for sure, uh, women are go-getters, effective communicators, and we deliver better results under high uncertainty and ambiguity. And this is why women in leadership positions are often transformational leaders because I think they are able to empower and build up this and, and those around them. Fun fact for us, um, our Philippines team in Landor is in fact a fully female team made out of capable, brilliant and multi-talented women. We really see women are already controlling a large portion of workforce, especially in Philippines. And I was just there uh, two weeks ago. So that gives us a lot of encouragement knowing that we that there are a lot more good work out there that we can do. And I believe companies that focus more on gender equality will prosper more. Another report that shows was uh, McKinsey Global Institute found that closing the gender gap in the workforce by 2025 could add a staggering $28 trillion to the global GDP. And we think about, uh, you know, our a long time ago sort of thought that women being emotional in the workplace is a hindrance is now long gone. So uh, another study, of course, supporting this is the University of Pittsburgh study in 2020 showed that EQ plays a huge role in how leaders address critical challenges and opportunities, making us empathetic and empowering leaders in business. Not to mention, I, this I think you would agree, right? Uh, we women are also great financial planners. <laughs> women known for being budgeting important Possibly low amounts of money, making profits out of it. And of course, lastly, with a women's touch, warmth and positivity, I would like to think, just make the workplace a lot more homelier and empowering environment to be in.
0: What should women in the workforce do in order to get ahead in the marketplace where they are in? What are the things that they need to do in order to become visible leaders that people look up to in their organization?
1: I suppose it's just bringing themselves to the table. And when I say that, it's really being more empathetic, right? And I think my favourite line always is that communication is important, but not the most important. The most important is comprehension, right? I need to comprehend what you need and how we can then solve things together rather than listening and not have anything done out of out that, right? So um, if you were to ask me, I would definitely say really uh, humility, uh, respect and being very empathetic and solving the problems together.
0: If you had to look back, what would be potential hurdles to achieving the, this uh, Xi economy growth? And also within the workforce, what would impact women advances within the business?
1: So Xi economy not only promotes inclusive economic growth, but also benefits businesses through increasing organizational effectiveness. So this develops gender responsive policies that empower Asian women and achieve sustainable development goals set for gender equality, right? And I think another area that I think will be vastly impacted. is greater opportunities for skill set development for women and girls in Asia to enhance their ability to join the workforce and the labour force. And I'll give you an example. So especially in the wider range of industries like the STEM, so science, technology, engineering and math industry, that is mostly male-dominated. Fun fact, did you know that women in Asia spend 4.1 times more in unpaid care work compared to men? So um, when we look at international labour organisation reports, right, and we we see 260 Sixty-nine million new jobs could be created if investment in, in education health and social work to help women were doubled by 2030 so historically asian asia itself is known to have more conservative views towards taboo topics like sex and mental health especially products for females right and if you really look at it right now women own companies such as brush for sex toys spring health for mental wellness are breaking these very barriers and really improving the open-mindedness around this topic so most products devices or drugs are not tested on women and always have large audiences of men Where else, if you really think about it 50% of the economy is women and with that being said I think industries like femtech that prioritize products around women needs are able to receive a wider audience and gain commercial as well as social profit so I would like to think and I really hope by 2050 Asia's share of global GDP would have risen to 50% or more so being able to run on that way we will definitely be able to ensure that she economy will grow exponentially in the very long run.
0: And with that, I wanted to ask you, what is your advice to, okay, and we'll look at its uh, three different groups here. One are business leaders, regardless of gender, in terms of promoting both women in the workforce as well as the she economy. That's one group. Second is women themselves who aspire to become potential leaders in the future themselves. And lastly, the government. Because at the end of the day there, the government still, at least my view is the government still has a role towards improving gender equality. not just in the workforce, but in society as a whole.
1: And I think um, to start off with all, it will definitely be education, right? Um, the government, if they could come in in any way, it really would be having giving women more opportunities for education. The, the more you learn and the more you can do. For women who want to start their own business, really have um, the resilience and know that you can have the cake and eat it. We can do it all. And I think for potential business leaders, really, um, I think, as, as mentioned before, our team in the Philippines are always. Women and female driven. And they are brilliant. They're fantastic. And knowing that what they have to carry over their shoulders with them being the largest gender tool to work in the the market, females. um, Really having that I know I can do it and I will not stop until I get it, sort of motivation and drive really helps. So I think I have learned a lot when during my time there as well. And I think that would be what I what I can share and would love to share to everyone.
0: Joe, thank you for joining us on Podcast for Future CIO.
1: Thank you very much, Alan. Thanks for having
0: me. That was Joe Olivia Lee, Chief Operating Officer at Lender, on the topic of the Xi economy opportunities in Asia. You are listening into Podchats for Future CIO. As always, if you have a topic you'd like us to cover on this channel, simply email us at editors at society.com. We'd also like to invite you to sign up for our free weekly newsletter so you won't miss an episode of Podchats for Future CIO. In the meantime, stay safe, have a great day, and see you on the next episode of Podchats for Future CIO. Bye for now.